You know, and, yeah. and I've seen people, I've killed a hatchet runner, looted him, and you know what's in his pockets, Gigabeef? Ruples. One ruple in each slot. <laughs> One ruple in each slot? Why? Yes, because when he loots something, it goes straight to his container. Oh, that's smart. So that's I was like, are you serious? That's big brain. Dude. That's big brain. That's like maximum hatching yes. efficiency. I, you know what? There's something about that that I respect. Oh, 100%. 100%. You know what's even There's the next that level that, that you can't mm-hmm. do anymore, but the next level that one of my buddies told me about? You take the, you unpack the, the um, ammo out of the boxes and you put the empty boxes in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, that's so genius. Don't even you waste save a one ruble. ruble. <laughs> Welcome to Scav Talk, an escape from Tarkov podcast with a focus on the continuing development of the game, patch notes analysis, theory crafting, and general gameplay discussions. My name is Church. I do content creation, video editing, and live streaming. And I'm Gigabeef, a Tarkov YouTuber bringing mainly beginner and intermediate guides to help players improve their gameplay, knowledge, and confidence. And welcome everyone to the show. So, so, how's it been going? Pretty good, man. Um, I've been sticking to a schedule now, like a proper work ethic schedule. Yeah, yeah, it's been really good. Nice. So, like, I, I wake up, I do some editing, um, general stuff like that and then you know take a break eat for a little bit start the stream go for about four hours and then usually i pass out and crash after that <laughs> i'll be like afterwards i'll be like yeah i'll work on you know i'll do like this one little thing you know maybe i'll like clip a video or clip something from the stream but then usually i'm just like i just pass out. <laughs> <laughs> i think that's fair enough that's fair enough so what, what time do you normally stream then Oh, when you start uh, two p.m. Eastern. I only do about four hours. Um, yeah. Afterwards, I just I just kind of get burnt out. You know, I yeah, feel like I'm I, most energetic during that time frame. You know, I think that's good. Like, I think you got to know yourself, like how you're going to feel after doing it, and when you can put your best in. I know because I do three, and it's quite funny because I actually don't feel it at the time, but like when I finish, it's like. I guess like 10, 15 minutes afterwards, I feel like, oh, I feel like my face is kind of like, you know, I'm just like, oh, because I've just been like so like concentrating on like speaking to people and like yeah. trying to play the game and everything. Like, and I don't, I don't really feel it at the time. And then it's afterwards, I'm just like, oh, man. Oh, boy. Um, so I, I get you. I get you. Yeah. It's important to know where your limits are. Important to know. You've been playing the yeah. new patch a bunch then, I guess. Yeah. This week. Yeah. It's been, it's, With, it's, it's uh, worked out changes. perfectly because last episode, episode you know i mentioned to take a break and now this episode i come back the patch is here you know it's great the prodigal great. son returns yeah you know it's uh it's all good that's good that's good yeah i haven't managed to play as much as i would like but i've had a i've had a dabble here and there in between mm-hmm. making some content i've actually just been really focused on making content this week and trying to get yeah. like back ahead of myself because i kind of got i got a bit crunched in real life um and so kind of things fell behind a little bit so i want to bring my buffer back and that's kind of what i've been spending my time doing which is which is all good um and you know it's good for kind of mental well-being to be yeah, ahead of for yourself sure, for sure um but it's meant that my my time's been a little limited but obviously i've been like keeping up to date on twitter and like on reddit and seeing what people are saying and, and that kind of thing and i've played a little bit myself so yeah i think we've got uh there's, there's there's plenty to chat about on that 
on that basis, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I guess like the, oh, the only other thing to say before that, like when we were talking about streaming and stuff, is mm-hmm. I keep I kept having this issue with the new new PC, and it was completely fine at first. And I finally figured it out, and it's like so stupid. It's just because I forgot to do something. Is that like on Windows 10, you have this like game mode thing, and you absolutely have to run. I don't know which one you run, but I, I run Streamlabs, and you absolutely have to run it in admin mode. And I completely forgot like two streams ago and I was having yeah. loads of problems and I like, couldn't record at the same time. And like people saying, oh, it's like glitching. It's not working properly, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, this is so annoying. Like tried loads of stuff and just completely forgot about the administrator mode thing. And then I did exactly the same thing last stream because I just hadn't figured it out still. And I was like, well, maybe there's, I tried rolling back my graphics and doing, um, and doing a stream then. And it like didn't, didn't make a difference because the only thing that I'd done is update my graphics drivers. And it was just like, didn't work. It still didn't, it was just like really bad. Like a, slideshow for people mm-hmm. and i was like okay this is awful so i actually properly drilled down last week and like checked it and tested it and it turns out there's actually a, a twitch test service didn't realize this so you, it basically pretends your pc is streaming your pc thinks it's streaming but actually doesn't go anywhere you add like codes to your stream key and then it doesn't actually go anywhere but you can open up a twitch page which shows you your bit rate it shows you like a whole bunch of metrics but whether you're like you know losing frames or whether you know stuff's going wrong um, which is quite cool. And yeah, basically I was like, ah, oh, maybe I should try admin mode again. And I did it and everything works perfectly. I'm like, I'm so stupid. Cause I knew this the whole time. I knew this somewhere in my brain, but it just wasn't connected to, you know, my conscious effort of trying to fix this. And when I saw it, I was like, yeah, that's, that's the answer. And then it was fixed and now I can record and stream again. And it's great. So I'm, I'm glad to have found the answer out. Um, but that was, uh, yeah, that was slightly annoying. But <laughs> usual service is being resumed from from now, which is uh, which is good, which is good. Yeah, I had um, when the patch dropped, I was playing and I was streaming right, and all of a sudden I just blue screened. I was like, "What?" Oh, I was like, "Oh no, don't tell me Tarkov is broken, dude! Don't tell me." So then I booted <laughs> back up. You know, we get we got back on. I was playing again, and then Tarkov crashed. And they had like some Unity engine thing, but no like error message other than you know really to like report, no like report button or anything. So and then a blue screen again, and I was like, okay, that's the stream. And the only thing I did different was I did a Windows update because I had to restart my PC for some reason. I don't remember why. And you know, Windows ten is like, oh, you're restarting your PC, you have to update. (laughs) You know, yeah, which I hate that dude, but it's grim. So it's grim. I ended up updating the next day and I took off Steam Audio because I had like a bunch of like troubleshooting lists and so far no crashes, which also leads me into another interesting topic we could dive into is Steam Audio's here. Um, so I yes. don't think the crashes are related to Steam Audio because I, I, the two things I've done was turn off Steam Audio and a Windows update. I, I, I kind of suspect that for me personally. I didn't get like a full Windows update. I got like a half Windows update. I don't know. Something weird happened. But mm. um I people have said about the ghosts footsteps. Have you experienced them? I have not. And I've seen this bug in the past. And I had this list uh, on sorry on my list because um I think yeah, it's an important point. And I so this used to get reported as well previously. I don't know when and it, I'm not sure if it was connected to Steam Audio, but I've definitely seen this bug before. Mm-hmm. And I have never had it, even when people were reporting it previously. And I don't get it now either. Are so, you on Steam Audio? Though? I am. 
That's interesting. But apparently people are getting the bug even if they're not on Steam Audio. So they've done something to the audio somewhere in like the core framework of the of the audio that me- makes it happen. Some people seem to think it's to do with scav spawning in. And then it happens offline if you have it on horde mode loads because like there's tons of scav spawning, supposedly. Um, now, but I, I haven't had it. I have another question for you. Oh. When they removed Steam Audio, did you leave binaural audio checked on? Yes. That is so weird because, dude, I had I had the same experience, right? I have binaural checked on. I load into game, ghost footsteps, right? And I, and I remember this being an issue back when Steam Audio was getting bugged, right? There's yeah. issues like it was Steam Audio. The history was like Steam Audio was introduced, it was working fine, then it wasn't working fine, then they removed it, and then they put it back in. And mm-hmm. When it wasn't working, there was ghost footsteps. When they removed it, no more ghost footsteps. They put it back in. Ghost footsteps are like random, apparently. Because when I played with Steam Audio in this patch, I was having ghost footsteps. I was crashing, still getting ghost footsteps. Interesting enough, when I loaded into the raid after I crashed, ghost footsteps are playing. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think it has to do with like loading objects, which makes sense. Is when... that with Steam Audio? Yes. As in ghost footsteps with it still? Okay. Yes. Which makes sense because scavs, why people reported scavs, they think it's scavs. I think it has to do, like, my theory is it has to do with, like, the audio, uh, Steam Audio is loading. So it's, like, literally loading while you're in-game as the game is starting up. You know what I mean? That's my theory. So then it's, like, trying to, like, calculate all these sounds and get, like, the parameters right. And I don't know. Anyways. Maybe, yeah. Now Does that it, like- I have Steam Audio off, no ghost footsteps. But I've heard people was it say to you all the way through the raid, or was it just like just at the start? Just at the start, and when I loaded in, like I crashed mid raid, restart the game, oh, I see what loaded you mean. in. When you loaded back in after, yes, crash. Ah, and interesting. It, for me, in my experiences, the ghost footsteps only happen at the beginning of the raid, aka when your PMC loads into the game. The yeah, match. as always, in you're spawning in, and then maybe if there's like scabs that spawning really close to you, maybe you hear them as well. I mean, it could be something really basic, like you know, it's a piece of audio that's like they've maybe like coded it out somewhere in the normal framework, but like PMCs, so, so there's no clipping issues or something. They spawn like one centimeter off the ground, and because they didn't like fix that in the Steam audio implementation of the game, that like you spawn yeah. like one centimeter above and you do one drop, and that's, that's why you I'm hear thinking. like one step. I don't know. Like it could be, it could be anything. Could be anything. Like that would be my theory. Yeah, yeah. Because it sounds to me like there's a lot of stuff. I was actually reading some things on the uh, wiki page today, and it kind of just made me go like, "Oh God, guys!" Because stuff like that with like hard codes sounds to me like a lot of the things that they've done, and it's it's smacked of. Uh, they were talking about I think well, they were talking about something to begin with, but then they were talking about like the new pistol and like stirrup and about how every time they add a suppressor or a pistol oh or God. whatever, yeah. they have to add it to like Punisher to stir up whatever rather than having Spaghetti like code. here's the here's the set of of things that you know we need to parameterize when we add a new item and then here's all the stuff that it's going to work for it's like you know new bolt actions whatever that's going to work for shoot one in heaven the suppressors and this is going to work for you know this quest and then stir up that's going to work with these pistols because they're all classed as pistols but there doesn't seem to be any like classification system and so they have to like manually add it each time and i don't know yeah exactly spaghetti code and and just kind of like um I guess like a, a lack of like organization. I mean, maybe that's being unfair, but it does it does seem like every time they do an update and add something in, they have to go and manually add it to all these quests. I'm sure there's quite a few things like that. So it wouldn't surprise me if there's something like this, like, oh, there was a fix for this that they already did in one of the in the old audio, but like 
I guess what like one of those things, right? You never know. It's like, oh, there's somebody who did it, like they did it right at the beginning of when Escape from Tarkov was first created. That person's yeah. since left. No one knows where it is in the code. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's I don't know. I don't know. But we'll, we'll see. But I've I've never experienced it. I've never had it. I still don't get it. I have That's Steam Audio on. I swear by Steam me. Audio, and I've never, ever, ever had a ghost footstep That's, ever. I can't get over that because now it's just like <laughs> what? You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, it's super weird. And like that, that, I wonder so though, many like, misreports. Yeah, I just hope that like now I'm not just gonna go into raid and it's gonna be like, oh ghost footsteps everywhere and I'll be like, oh well I I'll, I'll eat my words. But like even when people were reporting it last time, that's what makes me more confident about it, is that people were reporting it last time and I didn't have any problems at all last time. This is so weird. So maybe it's like code and system software related. Like I don't know. I that's really so weird. Know. I really don't know. It's super, super strange. It's super, super strange. I don't yeah. know. So hopefully they fix that. And the other one that I wanted to talk about is the bug that I have experienced on the new patch that mm-hmm. I've seen reported. It was actually mm-hmm. on the front page of Reddit um, for EFT. So I think a lot of people have had it and is the lighting, the flickering problem. I don't know whether you've had it. I've seen that. Um, I thought it was flashlights. Yeah. So to me, so I, I had it on, and this is where most people are reporting. It was on Shoreline. And it was um, it was dawn, and it's I think it's something to do that. with the way that it's the way that like you know hold this up to the camera. So as the sun comes in from the side, you know the the, the sun model like when you look at the shadows, the sun model ticks with a certain frequency, and it's not it's actually not smooth. It does happen at like a, with like a tick rate. So if you look at the shadows, it goes like tick, 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 tick. And when I measured it, I actually submitted a bug report for this because the guys um, were actually on the thread on Reddit saying send me a DM with your ticket number and stuff because we want to actually have a look at this and like collect them all in one place, like in a you know, semi-urgent kind of way. And so I actually submitted one and DM them with, with my report because when I was looking at it, it basically happens every 10 seconds. So it's something very periodic and I think it's to do with the sun angle. And once it reaches a certain point, it triggers something weird. And what it looks like to me, so I was like looking out from that like uh what's it called like the aerial mass thing you know if you're like looking at weather station and you look at that look at it from that like aerial mass like overlook bit i was kind of looking that way and there's like a bunch of trees and a rock on the on the sort of left hand side and it kind of happens across the whole screen but it's most noticeable over on that side and it looks as if a really small little flashbang just goes off like every <laughs> yeah. 10 seconds it's like super weird it's super super weird so i don't know what i don't know what's happened there but that's the one that i've been i've been having and it's um i had it on some other maps too but that was the place that was like really obvious because i was like lying mm. down trying to do shooter one in heaven like not moving and so it's like 30 seconds three flashes like every 10 seconds like kind of kind of strange i don't think it happens when this like or it's not noticeable when the sun's high but when it's like coming up this is kind of like i don't know what however they've implemented that it doesn't seem to uh yeah doesn't seem to function properly but we'll see i'm sure they'll i'm sure they'll hot fix it because they seemed quite keen given they were all over the all over the thread. Uh, there was so. a hotfix today. Um, let's see what. So it could was be that, listed. I suppose. Yeah, it could be that. I had grenade. Grenade explosions without effects or sounds is listed as fix. Hangs on loading into a raid at the a waiting session start stage that was fixed. Inability to switch scope mode on the NC star. Um, and then incorrect operation of reflex site shaders. We could talk about that in a sec. Thermal in- nothing no lighting stuff here. Mm. Um I did see this. A lot of people I think logical solutions post on Twitter. The uh, reflex site 
how it changed from because apparently when I say reflex light, I'm talking about the EOTech specifically, I guess. It's like a mm-hmm. much darker red when the patch dropped. And then now yeah. they reverted it back to where it's like, you know, slightly opaque around the edges, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um But yeah, some people were they really liked the change. <laughs> the unintentional bug. <laughs> Yeah, I I read through a whole series of stuff on again on Reddit of people talking about that in mm-hmm. particular and like people arguing between realism versus usability. Like yeah, it's here just we a go. whole Yeah, <laughs> oh, I was just like, oh my goodness. Um a whole host of different opinions as as usual, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Um I saw I don't use that scope, to be honest. <laughs> I saw a good middle ground that nice guy posted. He said maybe they could implement brightness settings because um, apparently those sites, they have like a built-in brightness button. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm sure they do, actually, yeah. So that was kind of interesting. I thought personally, I think, I think quite a lot of them do, yeah. Personally, I, I, I never used it when it was like that, so I don't really have an opinion. Um, but yeah. The normal, the yeah, regular version doesn't really bother me, so I really didn't have a Opinion, but yeah i'm just like a filthy delta point fan fanboy these days i l- literally don't yeah. use anything else i just use the delta point all the time it's super good i love it i think it's so so nice yeah i mean in terms of like t- talking about red dots and optics and that kind of thing like uh, there was a- another whole thread um about the new nine mil weapon because of the whole yes default round and zeroing and all this stuff so there's another thread appeared to kind of like educate everybody which is really good you know i'm really pleased that uh that whoever it was actually put that up because people need to know about it and why if you're using 7n31 with um mm. with the new boy it's not going to work properly um because the rounds are too fast and if you have anything over a 25 meter zero just basically yeah. any, anything with like a zero over 25 meters just gets worse and worse and worse because the round overshoots because it expects it to be yeah. dipping a lot more than it than it is um and Which so is, yeah it's it's really <sighs> unfortunate because that gun is like perfect for seven and one in a scope like it's perfect yeah. for it man that's basically what it's for right and without the ability More to less, use a scope yeah. with it i i don't know i mean like I've, I've seen actually a lot of people i mean i guess we can like yeah it's a segue into into talking about it as well um i've seen a lot of people putting up like you know builds for the new weapon and like using the new weapon and all this kind of I stuff did. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah like there's, there's a lot of people who have done um I probably am not going to. My I haven't actually used it. Mm-hmm. My opinion is it's no different to the Saiga Saiga Nine. I don't understand. It's a fancy. <laughs> it's a fancy Saiga Nine, more or less. Like the Saiga yeah. Nine before. So when I did my um, my updated lowest recoil gun, which was for the Vector mm-hmm. after it surpassed the MPX, after they nerfed the MPX, meta one and put the Vector in, the Saiga Nine was still the number two lowest recoil gun in the entire game when you mod it. So this gun or its use case. What is the recoil? It's like 23 or something. Like, you mean on the new one? The new one you can get down no, to... No, no, uh, the Sega. The the Sega I, think the Sega, I think Sega 9 is it's like... I think it's like 23, 24, if you get it all the way all the way down, if you like add all the stuff. So, to me, this use case already existed. Nobody used it because it's utter crap. Right? And that's that's my... <laughs> And like it sounds, it sounds awful, right? It sounds really, really awful, but I couldn't help but just think like, this... Is not going to be good, and it's not ever going to be good, and I don't understand. And 
if you get it oh i I don't know i just i just i don't get it well bsg is basically said their stance on well maybe they're not said but it's pretty clear that they don't prioritize um putting new guns in the game to how they interact in the meta they just oh yeah they just love guns right they're gun nuts absolutely and that is that is completely fine that's actually completely fine i don't mind them adding the gun to the game at all i like variety i actually find it quite fun that there's more guns in the game um but that does not uh put me off from from never using that this weapon and (laughs) and thinking that it's bad so yeah i mean for sure like it's not like a competitive gun by any means i mean yeah it's like yeah absolutely because the vector just like completely negates the use of this weapon in its entirety if the you know what if the vector hadn't been added if the vector was not in the game i would think that this might make it very slightly better a little bit because then you're like well you know it has really low recoil it's like really low recoil so you can just like click away and it's as if you're not really firing at all. But with the vector, it's like, I don't understand because it's like nine mil is so bad on semi. It's the reason why no one uses the Saiga nine in the first place, right? Cause it's like nine mil is so bad on semi. And even with seven M one, which is like just about okay. Oh, I don't, I don't know. It's just like, well, I just, I don't think it's, it's not really anything other than fun, which is, you know, that's fine in and of yeah. itself. That's, that's fine. Like People use these weapons to have fun and not just use the meta guns because it's interesting and that's that's actually okay. That's actually okay. But I'm I'm never gonna pretend that this thing's good. It's uh, <laughs> all that it has a, a role anywhere. Like I don't think it has I don't I, think there's see, any role for this thing. Here's the thing. I feel like stuff like this could have a role if you literally could not just um fast track the progression of the game. You know what I mean? Like take for example the ump, right? It came out with the ump, and its first implementation really wasn't great because it was like more expensive than the MP5. And in the description, it's like this is a cheaper alternative. It was developed by H and K for a cheaper alternative than the MP5. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like why you know? Let's say it was like I don't even know what the ump is. Let's say it's like a level two peacekeeper item, whatever. Why even bother with that when as soon as you hit level ten? You can just get whatever you want. You know what I mean? It's like I I go like at the start of the wipe, I go from MP5, I hit a certain progression threshold, and it's like sandbox mode. You know, so you mm. just sort of like eliminate all of these like smaller tiers. You know what I mean? Like say like at the top of the tier, you got I don't know. Uh, I was about to say M700. That's probably not right. Um, HK416, and you know at the bottom of the tier you got like i don't know a beretta pistol you know what i mean yeah it's just like once you hit that threshold it's like i can pick anything i want now you know what i mean so yeah i yeah. i do well, feel like very, very true. there could be a place because it is pretty cheap but anyways anyway yeah we'll, we'll we'll see how we'll see how it shakes down we'll see how it shakes down yeah i have like i don't want to talk oh. about it right now oh but so a little bit, a little bit later after we've gone kind of through like some of the other new stuff, mm-hmm. I did want to like comment on like it would have been a good a good way to move into it, but we'll I think I want to shove it for a second, which is like there's been more more chat on every comment or as always about the game's 
beta versus like it's live what changes do they make why do they make the changes they make that kind of thing and that kind of like feeds into what you're saying about like how we're kind of playing on sandbox mode at the moment which mm-hmm. is kind of okay if we're beta testing everything right it's like different opinions on it but like let's let's leave let's leave that for a minute and just um okay. move on to some other bits and pieces so like i wanted to quickly talk about the new ammo that they added oh um, yes did you see Voxy's video i have not is this ah, the one is it helmets this one no he put is out five, one five or six kids helmets that's like the one i just saw that he put out that yeah today? did it have the new ammo listed i think so i think it was new ammo versus helmets or something yeah there was helmet and armor testing okay i haven't actually seen it yet okay you can need to watch that but i'll give you the tdlr well yeah I give won't... me the tdlr i'll watch it though okay it's interesting um, stuff the new 556 ammo it sucks <laughs> which one it's dog the the, the ss uh oh, okay say ap or the uh the only one the that matters <laughs> not the, the, one the sosp meta. one yeah the meta one the, the other one, one that is has just high like, pin because high pins only yeah. thing that matters. Yeah. Yeah. The other one is like question mark, question mark, why? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically, since it has 36 damage, you have to, I think on most helmets, you have to hit them twice in the head because it, you lose yeah. that damage. So I was like, the 20% that No Food talks about, right? Yeah. I was actually this really actually, surprised about that. This is actually the same for um, the AP, the MP7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you have to shoot people twice in the head. The caveat is, is interesting. You hit them in the face or face shield, you should be fine, right? That's true because the yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that's 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 funny actually because like this kind of feeds into what I said like I think three weeks ago or so, where I was like, "What is the calculation? What is the mathematics? If you have like this SSAAP versus level a uh, level four helmet, is that enough to stop the damage mitigation? Because you know it says like, oh, if it's like M995 think... versus Packer, it just goes straight through and there's no yeah. reduction. Like, what's the calculation? I don't know. I don't know, but I suspect it's like there's a big emphasis on relationship between the pin of the ammo and the armor so like if the gap is like class three to class six the damage mitigation is very low but if it's yeah. like four to six then it's like a little bit noticeable five to six more noticeable six to six really no and i know. guess that's the thing right like what what was the damage did you say i forget for the new five five yeah, six new one. 36 yeah. 36 that's the problem right it's so close it's so close like all you need is five percent reduction and it goes under the threshold yeah because you can have um non-integer health which is why you sometimes you can have like zero and you're not dead because you can have like fractions it does actually calculate mm. it doesn't round right Tarkov doesn't round even though it looks like it does it doesn't show you in the ui i can believe uh, it, yeah. Tarkov doesn't actually round and so i i reckon you know if even if there's like a five percent damage mitigation on that thing that would give you like what 1.8 or something and that'll take you to like 34.2 very roughly and so you'll have like 0.8 of a of a health on your head and not die so the um the, the mitigation could you know be very small and so yeah again from like a level six buster versus level two it goes straight through but as you say versus level four helmet maybe not i mean is that what he says in the video is like what's the i uh, don't i'm pretty sure he tested level four and up i can't say for sure and they were yeah. all two taps um to the head or helmets or facial, whatever. Mm, yeah, I don't. Mm. I'm. I skipped around a bit, so I would have to double check. But it looked really bad too, because even when you're talking about armor, right? Um, 
it was basically kind of like the Golnik round, right? Where it's only really good if your opponent is wearing class six. If they're wearing class yeah. five and below, then you're better off using nine nine five. Because it will be it will the time to kill will be lowered by one bullet. So is it like four shots? Four <laughs> level six, or is it still three? Three for level should be three, you would think. Yeah, it should be three. Yeah. Now, now I want to look it up. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> while you talk. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. No, I, th- I thought it was. I thought it was interesting. So yeah, I mean, like one thing that I've been investigating. I'm actually going to do something on. Um, it's about uh, ra- like bullet velocity, like muzzle velocity, and this one's mm-hmm. interesting because it's faster than M995, which is the old fastest round in the game so this does kind of put a bit of a stinger on it for doing things like shooterborn in heaven i suppose but if you're looking at like you know trying to find the fastest round this guy is is your you know this is the job yeah i don't think there's anything other than so m905 is like 1017 i think or 13 meters per second and this is like 1050 and i don't think anything else is above like a kilometer per second. I mean, that's that's like so, that's so fast. That's so quick. So 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 quick. M. Okay, yeah. So this is what got me in the video, actually. Um, because M nine nine five. What's the damage on M nine five? Is it oh, thirty nine? Uh, let me just pull it up. I may as well, given that we're going in depth into this guy. So it is forty. Forty. Yeah, so I think he made a mistake, and I commented on there. Um, I don't think he got responded, but um, he had it listed as M995 level 3 was two hits to kill, and level 4 was two two hits to kill, which to me, that doesn't sound right based off the math, unless I'm forgetting something. Mm, well, well, it depends, because like, it depends what the mitigation is, because if you're playing against like you're saying it's level three and four helmets? No, armor. Three armors. Oh, armors. Oh, wait, oh, sorry. Yes, we're talking about thorax. We're talking about thorax. So yeah, because in the video he actually skipped three and four in the testing. He went straight to five and six for. And M9 he said it's five. a three hit kill. You're saying? Correct. I I'm pretty sure. No, he's saying I'm saying it's a three two. hit kill. He's saying it's a two for level three and four. For M9 I mean, it five. can't be. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking he made a mistake. It can't be because of the... Um, it doesn't have enough damage. Yeah. And the reason the why... Only, go ahead. The only thing that makes this different, and this actually does make a big difference, mm-hmm. is the 32% frag chance. So I don't know. He just does mm. his like... He just does his empirically, right? So he actually goes and actually does yes, it. Yes, but he'll, and so, he'll do multiple runs. So if it is like... Sometimes it, it will be like four to five, then he'll do four to five in there. Yeah. Some sur- However, right? Mm-hmm. So if you shoot them twice, those two rounds have a 32% chance each of fragging. You only need one of them to fragment to actually two tap somebody with M995, which is actually huge. That's actually huge. Like, that's yeah. really, really huge. Like the chance of that not happening is what it's. You're like in the fifties, right? 
it's like 46% of it not happening. So the, the chance of it happening is like 54%. So 54% of the time you get one frag and they die. I don't know. So it's I like just, half two, how many half times three. have you shot scars of M995s and they just tank it like it's nothing? Well, I mean, that's, yeah, the, the issue is, right, then you're like, you, then you've got to take into account the fact that sometimes you shoot them in up here and it goes on the arm or they've got their yeah. gun up and you shoot them in the hand and all that rubbish, yeah, right? So true. there's like, there's, there's all, all of that to do. Oh my God, like talking about that, just as a random side note, mm-hmm. I was like killing some people on shoreline. This is like the, the main raid that I, that I ran that actually went really well. Some random hatching runs up behind me. I'm like using the TX with like the longest possible barrel. He's just like got his hatchet out. He like ducks ducks down. I fire one shot at him. He literally sprints at me. I'm like not really paying attention because I know he's not got a gun. Do get so close to me, like wiggling around as I like click a few shots. Don't kill him. He's like up in my face and my gun's pressed against me. I'm like, oh no, this is actually might go really badly. He managed to clip me on the head and put me on like five health on my on my head before I shot him. I was like, that was way closer than it should have been. Oh my goodness yeah that was bad i've had i've actually back in the day when i was doing pistol runs on reserve on my first wipe i remember being on top of white knight and trying to like kill some hatchet runner and i was potatoing so hard with my pistol (laughs) and he just gets up and red rebels me twice in the head and i was like so (laughs) mad dude just more mad at myself that i died to i did all this looting just to die to a hatchet runner it was like oh my god I know it's rough. No, it's rough. So yeah, I don't know. Like that's the thing. I, you know, you end up shooting people in like all sorts of random yeah. places, and sometimes it's very hard to know like when are you going to connect, when you're not going to connect, that kind of thing. But yeah, look, I, th- I think it does make a big difference, right? This um, the 36 damage thing, it, it matters. It yeah, does matter. yeah. So it, the reason why I pointed it out is because the how they lined up was that SSA basically. So in the five versus class six, he through his testing he said that it is four to five hits to kill. SSA, mm-hmm. the the new one, is three to five hits to kill, right? Right. And I think that's just based off the different armors and the material types and whatnot. Um so assuming that, you know, they're all equal from class three to class five, then really SSA is only good if your opponent is wearing like it's only worth the money invested if your opponent is wearing class six armor, and if you're not going to shoot him in the helmet, because M95 yeah. will penetrate and will do enough damage to one tap him. You know, so it's like this really weird niche that it sits, which makes me think it's like a yeah. really poorly, basically poor round. not worth it, right? Yeah, and my hope was that it's going to lower M995, but I don't know. I haven't checked in on it. I don't think it will, partly because there's just nowhere near enough SSA AP on the marketplace. That's I actually true. don't know where it is at the moment. I bought one bullet to do some <laughs> testing on uh, muzzle velocity, and yeah. it was 26k. Wow. So I don't know what it is now. You must Maybe have bought that day one wipe or something, too. It was like, yeah, it was like straight away. Yeah. I was like doing some, doing some testing, and I was like, eh, I can buy one. We just like share that one round between all the different guns. Um, just to kind of like see what's going on, but yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I think M995 is still going to be still going to be the meta. I mean, I mean that that frag chance thing is like it is so yeah. big. It's so 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 big, and I think that's probably the say the reason why it ends up doing okay against class six anyway is that it's not like an insta pen straight up, but like once the damage starts going through on the armor, which it does, you know, does okay armor damage. I don't know how much it's going to do to be honest, but it's like fifty eight percent on forty, so. I Who would, knows how that calculation precisely works, but once it starts penning and you get this frag chance percentage, the actual effective damage 
of M995 is like 50 something, say 53, like as an average. Mm. That's pretty good. Yeah. Not that that really matters because it's kind of like, as we said previously, it's like breakpoints, right? So it's like it's two or three. How do you feel you know, about it? doesn't really matter. Rag chances. <laughs> Deep breaths. <laughs> I don't really like it that much, okay. to be honest with you. I think that there's enough variability in the game and around like the shooting skill that you don't need to add extra random variability where sometimes you just get one shot. I don't I don't really like that very much. Not necessarily like M995, but you know, for example, like M61 has yeah. a 13% chance to frag. Yeah. Like, that all that does is that like, oh, you're wearing level six and oh it happened to pen you and like oh it also just happened to, to frag and you just die instantly like i don't think it's a good game mechanic like wh- why like it might be realistic but sure sure i don't think it's a very good game mechanic i don't like it personally you know what i do like is um like i understand rng is a part of games and that's what like sort of makes it exciting but what I like, and this is taken from Dota 2, is more controlled RNG or like uh, almost like predictable RNG, right? And they that sort of like introduced me to this Suedo RNG, which mm. was something that was new to me. And basically, yeah. like how I think about it is like if you if you're rolling a dice and you're trying to get six and you get unlucky multiple times, your chances of getting six increases, right? So it's not like pure RNG, like a zero, you know, like a point one percent chance to get a crit it's like it slowly kind of builds up the way it's like averages out better i guess is that yeah, a I fair think, description yeah 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 definitely i i think the concept of of like pseudo rng is actually quite cool because as you say it it averages out the the chance of getting certain things because you know there's like there's quite a few memes in, in dota which are about you know 17 <laughs> chance happens 100 of the time kind of thing yeah um and people get like five bashes in a row and that kind of thing. So it's like stops you getting unlucky as well as kind of like allowing you to, you know, do other things. I mean, it does it does start allowing you to do some kind of gaming, you know, where you like go, oh, I'll like hit something twice and then wait because now I have a now I have a higher chance to get like my to like crit whatever effect I'm trying to get. Mm-hmm. So there is like a kind of way to sort of start gaming this kind of thing. But I quite you know I quite like that in in some sense for for certain things. But I just feel like in I just feel like in in Tarkov, I don't think it's, I don't think it adds anything to the gameplay. That's that's the only thing for me. I don't, I don't think. Really yeah, adds that's anything. a good like, Is it point. more exciting? Like Dota is a bit different because it's like, oh, you know, might like proc a, a bash or something, and that like you know changes the gameplay, and you kind of like build around it. But like, does anybody buy M sixty one for the thirteen percent frag chance? Like, no. It's just like sometimes it just insta kills somebody. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you know. <laughs> Yeah, like that is not good because now you're literally like it's like from zero to one. You know what I mean? Like the jump there is just too insane. No matter what the percentage, even if it was like a point one 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 percent chance, it would be like imagine being that unlucky guy that just got one tapped. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like I think like yeah again like making the parallel with with Dota, given that we're talking about it already, and it has a Mm -hmm. system like this. It's like not the same game in any way right the time to kill in in eft is so low already like it's so crazy it sort of makes sense to be like oh you know 70 percent of the time you do like double damage or something and it's like someone's health bars like chunks down and you're like oh my goodness that's crazy whereas like in eft it's just like 
yeah, we're going from you take two shots from this <laughs> gun and you're dead one. to one. Yeah. And it's well, like, yeah, this is already short. And now we're just saying that it's it's even shorter. So it's like it's too quick. Most of the time it's too quick anyway to to react to with like two shots. Um so it's just like, yeah, I think it's unnecessary because of the type of game that that it is. And it makes more sense for games where you like have a bigger health pool and you're you know, it kind of like more works towards like a your average damage. Whereas in this, like because the, the health pools and the damages on the weapons are are in a comparable scale. That randomness variability kind of just like makes the time to kill as a percentage on a percentage basis actually quite extreme, right? Because if it's like even something that's slow, like we were talking about M995 against mm-hmm. level six, it's like three to five shots. Like that's really not very much still. And the difference between both of you with M995 and one of you getting five hits, one of you getting three is also, you know, it's, it's really quite a big difference. Yeah. It's quite a big difference. And so I don't think it, there's I've, enough variability in the game to make it interesting without having to add this mechanic. And basically you keep the skill cap. I would argue the skill cap is technically higher without this because the person oh, who sees sure. the person shoots more accurately is the person that will win. And there's already enough randomness in the game itself that you don't need to add, add any force randomness. That's my opinion on it. But they've added it in for you know realism's sake, um, which is yeah our beloved topic. It is interesting to me that I'd never really noticed this before, but I was looking at a couple different rounds, and the five five six has really high, on average, fragmentation chance. Like even yes. the five. Um, where was it? I just lost it. Five, eight, five, six has thirty-two percent. Um, five five eight one has forty-five percent. M nine nine five has thirty-two. M eight five five eight one has forty percent. Um, FMJ has fifty percent. Yeah. These will still fifty-five HP has. Oh, never mind. That doesn't have. Can't proc it because they got to have yeah. twenty or more pin to proc it. Um. Anyways, yes, exactly. I, that's actually pretty significant. I because I was looking at beat like the high caliber for the AK, like the BP and PS. It's all like twenty five and below. Um, nine millimeters, like any of the high pins, they basically can't. Fragmentation is like five percent, but the five five six for whatever reasons got. And I feel like it would be better if it was more suedo if they want to keep that. And is that how you say it, suedos, suedo? I've always said pseudo. Pseudo, that's that's how you say it. <laughs> yeah, anyways. Yeah, it's, it's got very, very high frag chance, that's true. And for anybody who doesn't know, by the way, just to make a comment on what we said quickly, yes. no food after midnight, did loads of testing, and basically if it's under 20 penetration, roughly it seems, it won't ever proc fragmentation, even if it says 100%, because some brands say 100% or 70% mm-hmm. or 90% or whatever, and if, but they only have a penetration of 3 or 5 or whatever, so like like five or six warmage as 85 damage and a frag chance 90 percent but because it only has three pen it will never actually proc the um it'll never actually proc the frag chance right and i think there was some there's some explanation i think it's on one of veritas's videos there's an explanation of like why this is the case but it was like i actually couldn't quite follow it, it was something to do with two different types of calculation about whether it like it's like a global penetration then and like a specific penetration there's something along those lines. Yeah. i'd have to go back and watch it though because it was a bit like hmm. yeah but um Anyway, yeah, and so then, right, the other one is the 762, the MAIAP, which yes. I'm excited and pleased to say was what I was hoping for, which is a meta 
762 AK round, which is nice. Um, but again, it's finding raid only, and so it's probably going to be hideously expensive, just like Lapua AP. It was about and 4K last I looked. Okay. Okay. It's come down. You know what? It's come down a little bit. You know what? That's not actually that bad. Like, I was staring down the barrel of 4,000 for an M905 the other day. Yeah. So, that's actually not terrible. That's actually not terrible. Wait, 4,000 or 40,000, you mean? 4,000 for M905 on fleet because the trade Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was, thought yeah. you meant the other round. Never mind. No. Yeah, no, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think this round's actually going to be really good because the damage is still high enough that even if it does get reduced by like 20%, I want to say, it's still, I don't know, it's 46, so let's think here. Yeah, it's What's, 46. So that's mm, 92. So it only has to be reduced by like 8, I think. 30. Yeah, 8%. 8% is enough to get it lower than 85. 85 is the threshold? Oh, for 2-tap. Well, for thoraxes, yeah, for 2-tap thorax. Oh, I was thinking... So, I'm not sure, but like yeah. I guess you have to you have to like toss it up between the fact that BP only has a fifty percent against level five anyway. So on that one, you have to kind of get through the armor first. On the other one, it's like you might not kill them, but uh, hmm. you'll definitely be penetrating armor, which is quite well, good. But it's got a lower frag chance. So fifty eight percent. Are we in class six territory with fifty eight percent pin? Well, with 58 pen? Uh, yeah. I think so. It might I mean, not what's be reliable. Let's see what that's... Yeah, well, I mean, M9 and 5 is at 53. Well, M9 and 5 can't pin class 6. Not straight away, but it's what like... M61. What's M61 M61 at? is 64. Okay. So it's kind of halfway between... I think it needs to be in like 61, 62 to even be like a 90% chance, if I had to guess. I'm actually, I'm actually not sure because I know M61. I think like because this is another Voxy video, but I think M61 is a two tap through everything. Right, it yeah, doesn't, matter. It doesn't matter anything yeah. slicks hexes doesn't matter. Like yeah, just two taps everything in the game. Um, I mean, if I just like because I actually have the chart up here, so if I just like filter this, where does it actually sit? So it's like M9 and five and APSX with 53. Then you've got the um, the Val oh, round APSX EP1. is 53. Yes. I'm pretty sure AP goes straight through class five, no problem, if I recall. Class might, five, yes. It might be in the seventy percentage range on like a like a first shot chance, seventy percent. I could be wrong. Okay, though. so so MAI AP at fifty eight, and then you've got seven BT one for for seven six two fifty four R at fifty nine, and then SNB for seven six two fifty four R at sixty two. So it's only four pen underneath snb whether that makes a difference close. or not i don't know whether it's on that you know we talked the other day about the yeah. um, the sensitivity threshold whether it's like on that boundary for level six it could well yeah. be i don't know where that boundary sits but i know snb pretty much but snb is just like straight through level six in two as well and yeah and, yeah. M and m61 is two more pen than snb so m61 is like straight through snb is straight through 7bt1 i haven't run it enough to know and then What's MAI 7... 762 is like just underneath that. 7BT1, that's the tracer version. Basically. It's just the tracer version of SMB. Yeah, that one, if I recall, is not reliable against Class 6. Well, there and... you go. That's the, that's the thing then. Because this one has one less pen than that. So this is probably going to be 
go straight through class five and probably like a 50 on class six, if I had to guess. That's my rough estimation. So the question is, basically, if this thing two taps class five and below, then it's going to be really good. But if if it loses damage on class five and up, it's not going to be that good. (laughs) If it requires three hits to kill, then that's not going to be that good. Because, yeah, then otherwise it's going to be like the same as BP. Exactly. Unless you're going against class six specifically. Exactly. Yes. And then you have to factor in the costs, you know, versus benefit analysis or whatever. I don't even know if that's the right term, but. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Whereas BP is like, what, a thousand a shot? Yeah. Yeah. All of that. And this thing's like, as you say, four, maybe four times. three or something. Yeah. I don't know. And technically, there's more recoil percentage. Whether that actually functions or not was right. a discussion that we had previously. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I'll say this: I used it. I built a one AK one hundred three, and I <laughs> I used ten rounders in it with a scope. Okay. Because <laughs> I figured I'll just treat it like the the Lapua, right? You know, I'll just have a bunch of ammo in my container, and then just yeah. re- you know reload and. I did get into some close quarter combat and it felt like three hit to kill. Like, and they had like class three armors. But again, that could be hitting the arms, you know? Like, it, 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 it just, it didn't feel, I didn't feel the impact there. But that was only like one raid where I got to, where I got into like a fight. So I'm not, yeah. we'll have to see. We need to see the boxy come on, come exactly. through next video, exactly. please. Yeah, Chad's saying like faster velocity as well, and that, that's yeah. quite right. Like MAIAP is like eight hundred and seventy-five versus BP, which is seven thirty. So that's actually a big difference. That makes a makes a big difference. It's a good, probably like twenty percent faster if you're sniping. If you're yeah, if you're sniping and you're using like a a voodoo or any fifty millimeter, just don't adjust long distance unless they're really far. Like if they're hundred meters, just put it around the head because it will just. Just go up and then right on them. It's like it's perfectly, yeah, because that whole sighting thing and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Most of the guns I think in seven six two are rated for PS. I think, mm. I believe. Yeah. yeah. One thing that one thing that's random about that is that like some of the guns in the same caliber aren't even um, aren't even yeah. rated for the same default round, which is yeah. quite interesting. Um, and I'd like, yeah, I was looking at that specifically for five five six because it's the one with the speedy rounds. Um, we've got the speedy boys in that category, but you, we've got like you know the relatively normal ones, which you'd imagine the M855 is kind of the default for everything, which is which is true, except for uh, things like the AK101, which I think they're rated for like 55 FMJ as the default. Mm. Which is That's weird. interesting. What's the muzzle velocity on that? It's actually quite high. Um, oh, okay. 50 or oh, 55? Yeah, 55 H. Uh, sorry, yeah, a little. Uh, which one is it? it yeah, 55, 55 FMJ oh, is nine five seven. Yeah, so it's okay. a weird one. It's like a off the run one that you'd never use because it's got twenty four pen. Interesting, because but it's quite fast. Yeah, because if you're trying to do shooterborn, a lot of people recommend the one oh one. Yeah, um, and then you put in the nine five in it, which is also a high. That's exactly really interesting. so. That's one oh one three versus nine five seven. And basically, your zeroing is almost correct. Interesting. Oh, interesting how this all works out. I do hope in the future that they somehow get over this because 
mainly the nine mil issue is is really annoying. Like I was trying to use a scope on the new STM nine, and yeah, I just it's so unnatural to aim not in the center crosshair, aim above the crosshair. Like I just I can't, my brain cannot process that. So I just gave up and went for twenty five millimeter sight. Yeah, see, the thing for me is that, like, when I was using red dots with the... The first time I ran into this was the MP5 SD because it's actually yes. even worse. It's so much worse because you have, like, the minus 33% round velocity on that yep. weapon. It just, like, amplifies all of the problems. Yeah. And the pro- the issue with that, like, I actually don't mind aiming above. Like, I have no problem with that because, like, a lot of people do that in PUBG. Like, using the zeroing system is yes. always complicated and range finding is tricky. So I don't mind aiming above. What I find really confusing is having to aim down yeah, that's to hit what somebody I meant. above the target. Yeah, that oh, my is... God. oh, I see. That's what you meant. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah. It's just like, oh, my God. It's so disconcerting. It's kind of like doing leg meta, except like even more like, you know. so backwards. It's so hard. 5,000 yeah. IQ. Yeah, it's so hard. It's so, so hard. And that's actually, interestingly, that's the reason why I started looking into the compacts in the first place, because I looked online and was just like, why is this happening? And people were like, oh, it's because of the thing. And you need something with 25 meters. And then I started looking at the compact ones. And then I ended up running the delta point on every gun. That's actually the, the logical thought process that I went mm. through to end up where I am now as like a, you know, a slave to that scope. Yeah. I'm the same with so, the PKO. Which SMG. PKO. Wait, what'd you say? Rich boy. Oh. <laughs> I thought you said bitch boy. I was like, oh. hold up. Hold up, Giga. No. <laughs> no, I would never be so rude. Um, How much is that scope now? Still like 50K. 80K. Oh my God. Hey, I got that Bitcoin farm, though. Speaking of Bitcoin farm, the GPU has been dumpster. Dude, that crap yeah, is so the dead. craft doesn't work anymore, right? No, it works, but it don't it don't make you any oh, well, money. Yeah. Works as in like functions. Yeah. Works as in makes you money is what I meant, and that's like a, a big nope. A big nope. So to, to sort of fast track the conversation, um they pretty much added a new item in the craft and they increased the components a bit, like CPUs and CPU fans, I think. Uh maybe even yep. like a vertex or be like you have to they they added a bunch of stuff and basically made it to where essentially now the only reason you would ever craft that in my opinion at least is for the quest you know if you cannot find what is it three gpus get the hand in found in raid to mechanic um you can craft them right um otherwise last last i saw i'm sure this has changed last i saw you could craft it and not and use it in your farm and it's like technically you saved a little bit of money um rather than buying it outright but i'm sure that's changed because i've seen the wrenches go for like a million plus now like they're almost the cost of the gpu it's insane actually so now just run interchange hatchet and grab them gpus and put them in your farm (laughs) it's crazy it's crazy it's actually crazy assuming you must you must think that you think that that's the most efficient thing. You could do other loot runs and just buy them. That's also an option. Yeah, see, that's, that's the to other make thing. Money, yeah. yeah, to make money, I guess, it, I think unfortunately it is still the best thing, right? To go in with very little, be extremely light, go and hatch it. The, uh, it's like, honestly, it's, I've never, maybe I should do some of those runs just to see what it's like to get an experience of like, 
what is it like being a hatchet runner? I just like I don't have time to just like mess around, just dying it's, five times just yeah, to get one on thing, the sixth man. raid. I just can't be bothered, right? Like my it's my, a big time sink. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like when you don't need the money, it's like why would I do that to myself? I don't know, yeah. I'm just like half tempted because I always think like, oh, you know, I wonder like what motivates people to do it and like kind of interested to like see how that how that functions. But then every time I come to do it, I'm just like, I would much rather do something else with my life. Yeah, like, see, that's the thing. Be, it feels you know, like a, yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be three hours I'm never gonna get back. I feel like either like, I don't, I don't know the mindset, but kind of how I would think of it is like, A, I don't mind spending the time to do this because I know it's gonna guarantee rewards like it's it's just i you know i don't value my time as much so therefore i can spend you know grinding this yeah quest i set for myself basically or the other way i see it is like i don't have any money <laughs> this is like a guarantee way i can get money for myself by putting these in my farm you know i don't know maybe, maybe they go hand in hand yeah. that's the only thing i could think of really yeah, I think I think that's I think because right. I tried it once and I was just like, dude, I spent more time loading in in queue than I have playing the game. Because I mean, you go in, yeah. you if you don't find it, you die, and it's just like, let me you know, let me spend another five minutes queuing up. <laughs> like it sucks, dude. It's so boring. Maybe 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 I should do it while I'm editing. You know, just dude, like edit, edit, stonks. edit. The little uh, got it on the side, like you know, ten minute loading time into interchange. Oh, here we go. Dug, 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 dug. Immediately shot by you know M sixty one through bet... the head with the frag chance, and it's you know you're instantly dead to the thorax to some other dude, and and then uh, and then oh okay, fine, like re re reload. Here we go. Rip my survival right. I bet people do that because that's actually super efficient. Like, imagine if you were like <laughs> working from home and you were like some just call center agent. You could just be sitting there mindlessly running through interchange. You know what I mean? Like you're not really playing the game. You're just looting. You know, and, yeah. and I've seen people. I've killed a hatchet runner, looted him, and you know what's in his pockets, Gigabeef? Ruples. One ruple in each slot. <laughs> One ruple in each slot. Why? Yes, because when he loots something, it goes straight to his container. Oh, that's smart. So that's like, are you serious? That's big brain. Dude. That's big brain. That's like maximum hatching yes, efficiency. I, you know what? There's something about that that I respect. Oh, 100%. 100%. You know what's even There's the next that level that, I... that you can't mm -hmm. do anymore, but the next level that one of my buddies told me about? You take the, you unpack the, the um, ammo out of the boxes and you put the empty boxes in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, that's so genius. Don't even you waste save a one ruple. <laughs> like ultimate rat strats. Yeah, but they they nerfed that one. They nerfed the one ruble save. Yeah. So you let, so you, so you save four rubles per raid if you do yeah. the other way, and they've, they've nerfed that. So you have to you have to God forbid you have to spend four rubles loading in. This is too you funny know. to me. Oh my god, it is too funny. That's great. That really is good. That really is good. But yeah, I think yeah. it probably is still the like, do you think it's the most efficient way to make money? Do you think like if you're, if you want to make money in the game by playing raids? I don't is know, Is it efficient man. to sit, like if you don't have anything to do at the same time, is it, is it efficient? Is it better to do that versus doing other things? I, it's hard, I it's a tough one, you know? Because with hatchet running, it's not skill based. It's all RNG based. The spawn, the um, yep. loot, that's all RNG based, right? And you're slowly bleeding money with therapist heal. And most importantly, in my opinion, you're bleeding a lot of time. But mm -hmm. you're just, again, you're not really doing any skill stuff. 
Um, and then they've nerfed the farm so much now. So like one card extra is like what maybe like a two percent, three percent faster Bitcoin production time. I don't know the numbers. I'm just ballparking here. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I mean it's low. Like each each card actually is quite low after the number one. Now, number one is yeah. crazy. Yeah, and then the ones zero after to that one is like, huge. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like zero to one is like oh, you get the money back in like a day kind yeah. of thing or something. It's like day or two days, and then, um, and yeah, it's probably like two days given the price where the prices are. And then the next ones is just like sixty day turnaround on like yeah. two to fifty, I think, because I think they all are like incrementally the same. It's like the Bitcoin time changes from like you don't get any coins to you get one every like 24 hours or something. And then you add one more. It's like, oh, now you get it in 24 hours and like, you know, or 24 hours and, um, and 30 minutes or like 23 hours or whatever. Take half an hour off. I can't do maths. Um, right, right. And so it's like, oh, for that incremental Bitcoin card or that card to go to the Bitcoin farm and, get, and like and only remove it by 30 minutes means that like the implied production rate on that card is like so low. It's like really low. Yeah. Um, which is kind of weird. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what actually is the price of them? I didn't actually check what the price of the bitcoins. Uh, the I keep saying bitcoins. Uh, well, the price of the graphics cards are now because you would expect that they should be going down, kind of. Although I guess, like, given that people can't craft them anymore, that might have driven demand up a, a little more. It's it's I, don't, a I actually don't have the game open at the moment. Relationship. Um. So currently, for me, they're at one point eight mil, one point okay. eight five mil. Okay. Um, and then the wrench. If I can find the wrench, uh, ratchet wrench is one mil. <laughs> okay, yeah, and, and then you gotta buy which, all the other stuff, right? Yeah, like it's totally. It's there's no way it's worth anymore. There's no way. I mean, yeah. to be fair, CPUs like um, CPUs and CPU fans have come down a lot, like a lot, a lot, like twenty k. I want to say. But um, circuit boards is part of it too, right? Yeah, circuit boards. And they've also come down a lot. Yeah, CPU, P, PC CPUs are going for like 10 to 15K right now. Circuit yeah, boards. Yeah, everything else just died. Even the yeah. VPXs. I was actually crafting VPXs before. Circuit boards are like 20K, um, yeah. And that's like half from like 250 to like 120 or something. So I stopped doing that. I started crafting Intel instead. So now, this is kind of interesting. So maybe now the meta is the hatchet run to back a volley and Goshen to get the the ratchet wrenches. So when you die, you can craft the, the graphics card. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, because it's not fine in raid. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's exactly. it's so funny to me, man. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so weird. It's so weird. Like, you know what, the marketplace finds a way. And by the marketplace, I mean like people, right? People people yeah. just like they they find the way through the the maze, you know? It's like you just set off like you know a hundred rats in a kind of like in a maze, and then you know they'll, they'll find they'll find their way. Human to the engineering, food. I love it. It it really is. It really is. It's kind of like you know maybe we'll just some kind of like guinea pigs in a big simulator for Nikita. He's doing some kind of like you know, actual economic prediction about what's what's going to happen. He's going to make millions. Who knows? He's right. got like a perfect social test. Yeah. Um... Patsimus says ratchet wrenches. I think I've only spawned in rare spawns or something. I heard so I've heard stashes slash caches, um, places where you find streamer loot items, uh, which is weird to me. And also, it has a very low chance of spawning in toolboxes. Apparently, someone found one in a toolbox. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. 
I don't so, know. Yeah, that's I, what I think I've it heard. is pretty rare. I mean, that's why there's so much, but yeah. 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 I mean, that's interesting. It's all interesting stuff. Um, they've made the hideout even more expensive. Yeah. The one touch on that. Even, even more, more, uh, more money to do pretty much everything. Um, um, there's some interesting things there because I noticed before you could just craft the level one lavatory pooper station. I want to say. <laughs> I think it's the level just one. Like, up. like you go from nothing. Yeah, it's just a strip pure cash one. Now yeah. you need toilet paper, which I kind of like because during that phase, when you're just starting out on a wipe, you can't just go out and exchange cash for the item. You have to go find that item, assuming you don't hit level 10 instantly at the start of a wipe and don't get flea market. But yeah, I kind of like that change, you know? Um, yeah. I don't mind. I actually don't mind these, like, making the hideout take a bit longer kind of changes. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know, like, it's still, I just, it's still weird to me. I feel like the changes that they're making lend themselves to a hardcore account like really well adding all of these like items and stuff yep. i feel like it would all make a lot more sense if there was actually a hardcore character it really would i don't know i wouldn't be surprised if they were gearing up to something like that because man maybe it's wishful thinking for me because i think it'd be super cool but like i think pesterly obviously he didn't do it with all of the changes in as they are now but i think he's actually pretty close to getting capra on on his hardcore really? which is Excuse which is me. pretty solid that's pretty solid yeah, like, that's impressive. I'm, I'm, I'm quite impressed. I, I'm quite impressed. I mean, it's, it is a little bit like, it's so tough, man. Because you play, I, ha- I haven't played a hardcore, but like I played something similar, and, and I want to be quick here. In my experience, it's like people are so geared by this time that you're doing it. It's like you kill one gear player, and it's almost like you're back. Yeah, it's still it's still restrictive. It's still restrictive. Don't get me wrong, um, but it would be so interesting, dude, if we just had yeah. a separate hardcore server. That's the thing. You need oh. everyone to be doing it. It would be so. so it's not just gear everywhere. Man. You need everyone to be doing it, and that's why, like, I kind of like I started doing a bit at the end of last wipe, and I kind of was just like, eh, exactly what you were saying. It's kind of pointless because, um, you know, everyone has all the stuff, and all you need to do is kill one person with a head tap, and then you just take their meta gear. And then that's it. It kind of like removes the point of it. You want to? See, I want to see everybody's random builds that they've cobbled together out of like, yeah, like the junk dude. that they found. Oh. You know, it would be so cool. It'd be great, and a lot of these man. changes would make sense, right? Can you imagine, like, if you got the hideout maxed in hardcore? My God, like it would be so hard in hardcore without being able to buy stuff off the fleet. Like that's your like lengthy wipe cycle that we're talking about. It would take you forever. You would always be having something to the to look for. It would be incredibly frustrating, but. You know, maybe that's kind of what they're looking for. I, I'm interested. I'm, I'm interested to see, like, because then you'd be like, right, I need to find this item. Where are we going to go and get it? And it incentivizes you to run the same thing over and over again. It's kind of a bit like some of the other RPGs where you run, you know, for RNG loot drops mm-hmm. um, for a particular item because you need that to build the hideout to the next part. And like, even getting to Bitcoin level one would be like, you know, oh, holy grail. Oh my God, yeah, this is insane. That'd be huge. To be honest, even getting to Intel Center 2, just like anywhere close to that would be, would be ridiculous, you know? Yeah. And, I don't know. It'd be it'd be fun. It'd be, it'd yeah. be, it'd be kind of. I mean, fun. in a nutshell, it sounds great because I'm thinking back to like when we started this podcast when we were talking about the new uh, single fire SMG. Like then that gun, like say you're starting out and you have a pistol, you kill the guy that has this new 
at single fire SMG. Like that's an upgrade. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not just like I'm going yeah. from nothing to meta HK. You know what I mean? And then, but yeah. it's also they. I think if they want to move the game in this direction, they still have to tackle the the power gap. You know, because like the guy that's like Pastilli, that's all the way at the top of the food chain. You know, at the start of the hardcore wipe, let's say, and then Billy, you know, just found out about the game and he's like i want to play this game and he logs on and it's like six months in the wipe or whatever and he's just like at the very bottom of the food chain and everyone's like generally averaging out around like you know here on the progression line and he's like all the way down here you know what i mean there's like a huge power gap that's kind of like the the struggle with the flea market and the hardcore i don't know, you know? if that's any different though i like it like referencing Crash's video on it. I don't know if that's any different to how it is now. Like how it is now is like, in my opinion, probably the worst implementation of inequality, regardless of whether you like it or not. And there's like, I guess it's almost like segues into what I wanted to like push till, till, till now, um, which I can talk about in a second. But, you know, he was saying like, the reason why people want the flea is because other people have the flea to buy the best ammo to kill the other people who have also bought good armor on the flea. And it's like this kind of circular argument that everybody wants it because everybody has it. And, when you first start you don't have it yeah. and so like the game's really tough until level 10 and then it's like well now i have everything right i i feel that like and i've I've spoken a little bit about this before in terms of like the ability to like transform one piece of gear into another um and that's like in hardcore even if you're like top level player you won't necessarily have enough like you won't have enough stuff yes. to run the best gear all the time right unless you unless you literally don't die right unless you just don't ever die which is not really possible but i mean some people have like nutty survival rates that's fair enough but like no individual person should be finding enough like slicks for example to run them every single raid yeah and i imagine that people even at the top of the food chain will still be wearing level four fairly often and so i think it would flatten the curve a lot because the the issue now is that you can buy everything with the money that you have and people are in a situation where they can buy anything every time the traders make that worse because you can buy all the meta guns and you just literally go like preset click 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 slick 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 whatever and just bash it on and you're wearing the best gear in the game every single raid right and that's what you want to avoid if you're playing hardcore because you can't just transform like you might have like say you have like i don't know three airframes or four airframes Mm -hmm. you actually can't convert those into anything else you've just got like four airframes and that's it that's that right like where somebody else like in theoretically speaking i mean i know this is a very stupid and specific example but this is kind of like you know referencing the entire economy you can't just say well i'm going to take three of my airframes and i'm going to sell three of them and i'm going to wear the one of them and i'm going to use the money from the three to go and buy like this or top up a little bit elsewhere to go so i can buy this armor and then this gun or, or, or whatnot whereas like yeah you'd be like well the guns the guns that i found and everything is just what i have um and it makes the the gameplay more variable because then you have to kind of like find the rounds that you're going to be using for the things and actually choose like do i want to go in or not and that's why Again, with that element, I'd quite like to have different scenarios of different raids because, like, at the moment, every raid is kind of the same. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm just going in, find loot. I'm just going in, find loot. And, like, you have got your own ideas of what to do, which kind of gives you some variability, right? It's like, if I'm running the guide, I'm going to be running the very best gear, irrespective of survival rate and profitability. It doesn't matter because I'm, I'm doing the guide. So there are some elements like that to it. But I still would like different scenarios where it's less like, oh, here's a raid where I'm going to go in super geared, and here's a raid where I'm not going to go in geared. Because I think once you finish all of the quests, mm-hmm. it's like, every raid is the same and there's no like you know you, you're not just doing like uh i don't know do you know you know what i mean like every oh, raid is, is just kind of like you've got the same it's, goal and objective so it's yeah. like why would i bring my m995 that i've found like my 30 rounds that i've found why would i bring it into this raid and not like 
not the other raid that I, that I ran because they're all kind of the same at this point. So I was just like, well, I'll just yeah. use it because it's the best stuff. And then when I run right. out, I'll just use the next one. It's you... like, oh, well, I might want to save this because like once a month they have like a special event. You know, it's like there's a convoy that you have to, you know, whatever, like some special event, some mission or something. And you go and sign up and you can sign up with your buddies. And maybe you only get one attempt, you know, and you're like, fine, well, I can take all my good stuff because everyone else is going to take all their good stuff. And everyone has just like a meta throwdown to do this like thing maybe once a week, once a month, whatever. And then, um, and then that kind of like incentivizes you to actually do the loot runs with the with the lower level kit and to save up the stuff for the special event and like there's 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 ways to do this and that's that's what I would like and then it makes hardcore work properly because then it's like you know there's like different you need like different tierings of like importance around particular raids I kind of like the idea of making like some special events like you only get to try them once you get to try them whenever but you get to only try them once I think that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> you threw me for a loop with the special events. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, what do you mean by like, special events? Yeah, just like rather than it just be like, oh, you go into a raid or something, it'd be like, oh, here's like set, you know, there's some kind of storyline element to the overall thing. It'd be like, oh, is this kind of like weekly quests, weekly tasks? Sort of, sort of, yeah. But it'd be like, oh, Rashad's convoy is coming through and blah, blah. But it'd be like, you know, you've gone customs, but it's like you go on like a special version, like the special week, you know, the weekly task version of customs. It'd be like its mm. own server, but only for like, you know, a weekend, say, mm. or like Friday through Sunday. And it's open over that weekend. And like, I don't know how it would work with the player base and whatever, but like, you know, you could either play normal customs or you play like special event customs and people who are playing special event customs only get matched with other people playing special event customs. And it's only for like three days potentially. And you only get one try, but it's like maybe like super, super, super loot. Or maybe you get something that like will only ever like, spawn in that event, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like labs, Whether that's cosmetic or but not. on other maps in, in the nutshell. Kind of. Sort strip, of strip yeah. down to its score. Sort of strip <laughs> yeah. down, but like what I would like them to do is incentivize people to take in good gear, like for a particular reason. Let's see. I feel like, like the hardcore totally encapsulates that, right? Without this, yes, because you have you like like you're saying. You know, it's not like I'm gonna have access to anything and everything when I want it. So even though I may have killed this guy and he has a slick and a hex and you know, I got a mag. I don't have infinite ammo, so I have to like decide. Well, do I want to do I want to use the ammo that I do have, or do I want to use like, you know, try to find the ammo in the raid, or do I want to use some crappier ammo that I, that I have? You know, what I mean, you have to make these hard choices when it comes to like your raids, right? Whereas now it's like just once you hit in game, it's just like sandbox mode. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think like it goes some way to doing it, um, and yeah, like depending on like the quests you're doing or whatever, like that that changes it. But like the issue that I had is that once you like finish all the quests, and like yeah, the daily quest thing is kind of the I can't kind of same. Same, but like a day a, a daily or weekly quest where it's like you just have to go out and kill like X Y Z number of PMCs. I don't think that's like an interesting enough event to make people go. I'm going to bring all my best kit unless it's something unless they implement it in a very specific way, which yeah. is actually kind of. What I'm about in the first just, place where you have like you know special events where it's like okay well this is like a one-time raid where you know you have to go and do do something very particular and it sort of incentivizes you to bring you good stuff but it's kind of along the same lines it's just like a progression along the same thought process yeah like, i i the, the thing i don't like about those types of suggestions is it's like very reliant on bsg's content right 
because yes, like it's eventually that that event's going to get boring. So they have to do a new thing. So they make new content. Like I want something that's like here's the the tools, if you will, or the mechanics we gave you. You know, you kind of just make your own story or content or whatever. You know what I mean? Like something to yeah. do with the loop. That's like. It's a nice cycle, man. Like I, I could, we we could delve in. I don't want to take up too much time here, but um, yeah, exactly. No, I think we've we've kind of spoken about this before as well, like about different tiers of raids and stuff. You could you could make it work in the framework, but what I wanted to talk about very quickly, yes, I guess go we ahead. don't want to spend too long on it. Was about some more comments about like the updates that they make about you know us being in. Are we in beta? Is it actually an alpha? Is it actually mm-hmm. released? Mm-hmm. Like lots of people seem to have different opinions on it. I think it's like like nice guy says that the game is in alpha because key features of the end product are not released. I I consider the game effectively to be in release with features being added as they go, um, and it kind of depends. Like it's funny because yeah, people are talking about the economy and about how anyone can buy anything. And mm. interestingly, if this is a test, that's actually good. It means everyone can use everything and it's really on creative mode. And um, and that's fine for uh, for testing purposes. That's actually great. You want everyone to be able to use everything, really. I mean, Bitcoin's, you know, going crazy is, is kind of okay. And so then to ramp up the cost of all this stuff now, rather than just like putting it in some kind of log and then like releasing it at the beginning of the, you know, the next wipes, so they can test how the economy will, will respond. That's what confuses me about the mentality. Yes. It's like, yeah. are we are we live or are we not live? You say we're not live, yet you're right. putting in like balancing changes now, like in the middle of the white when it doesn't make any difference. Why would you put that in now if we weren't live? If it's like, just give everybody, if it's actually a test, give everybody unlimited ammo. I know, I know that they're like, they're te- they have to test the economy. And so it has to be like, you know, some semblance of the live game to actually make it make sense. Because if you just gave everybody like billions of rubles, it wouldn't look like the end, the real game and people wouldn't use all sorts of different kits and stuff. So I, I, I kind of get that argument. But doing those kind of changes it's like these are like balancing changes i almost sort of i almost don't like those but and they, they make like they tweak with like the pen on different rounds and stuff like this and i find it i find it a bit odd i don't know like where do you stand on the topic i mean people i i, I think the game is effectively released as, as far as like you know practicality is concerned and and uh, yeah as i said people like noise great think it's in in alpha i think before the game got popular and i wasn't around but this is just how i look at it it was in beta and i think when it got popular it wasn't in beta <laughs> because they have such um such attention on them now you know what i mean like yeah it went from like what was it like 3k players 30k average players to like 300k like that's insane you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so you have and it's it's super interesting like their success is really interesting. Um, they did uh, all of their marketing was through streamers, right? Through Twitch, which is really smart, and I think that's going to be the future for games. And but um, so it's just like I don't know, man. It's like it feels like a game as a service. You know what I mean? Like like when I say game as a service, I mean like a free to play game, like Apex Legends, for example. And then they have like microtransactions in there, right? Because they're like constantly updating the game, right? But this is like they're adding new features, you know, it's some beta and it's a flat cost, right? So and then they talk about yeah. like a wipeless cycle. And for me, it's like really hard to see how that's ever going to work, you know, but, you know, maybe, maybe it'll work. Um, so I don't know. It's just like I, I tend to agree with you. Like some of these. I think what it is for me is 
I'm just like trying to accept the fact that they're trying to work on the servers and the net code and cheating. Like that's their biggest fight right now, in my opinion. And then they have like all these other little things, right? Like audio issues, you know, bugs, whatever have you. And then they got streets, which is like their big, like this is their big thing. You know, this is like, what, what did Nikita say on a podcast? It's like, I don't know. It would be like revolution. Like no one's ever done this before in a multiplayer game or whatever. Um, so to me, they're trying to get all the content out and the, the how the game will look. And then they're going to do like, a balance, a polishing phase. That's that's my hope, anyways. I don't know. We'll see. So that's kind of my thoughts on it. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I think, like, it, yeah, as you say, it's kind of like depends on the mentality of the of the developers in some ways. It's like it's only in. I think like when people say, "Oh, it's in alpha," I still feel that like that depends on like what your definite like you're kind of like I, I feel like people are like strictly and stringently sticking to the definition and being like oh there's key features missing and it depends on then what you define as key features it's like whether you define the story mode as being a key feature or whether the gameplay is kind of finished like the gameplay loop is sort of like the same so it's like philosophically what you actually deem to be key or or not because yeah in terms of like general gameplay like outside of certain bits of the game loop that i imagine may be added in future like the game kind of functions pretty well. Right? I've said this before. Yeah, you know, totally. So it's hard to know I like mean, how different the full vision is going to look and if open world will actually even work yeah. and like what they can do with it. And like, you know, you could kind of, you can take it to like, you know, that it's ever, never going to actually be released mode if you add in all the stuff that they say they're going to do. So I don't really know. So do you consider open world a key feature? Uh, I guess, I guess no. And I guess that's kind of, why yeah. i feel the way i do because i just don't know if it's ever going to get added and i don't know if it would ever i don't know if it would change the game loop either which for me is kind of what's important like mm-hmm. will it change the feeling of the game possibly it depends on how, it depends on how they do it it depends on how they do it it depends on how they do it it's super hard it's super super hard to know super hard to know i don't know man I don't yeah know. that's a tough one yeah all right there was one other random thing that i wanted to mention <laughs> before we finished yeah, and that was, I saw streamer Zero to Hero got hundred melee kills on Killer. Wait, what happened? He did the hundred kills on Killer, and he only killed him with melee weapons. Who did? What's his name? Zero to Hero. Oh, interesting. I thought this was an important public service announcement because he that's got absolutely 100... insane. Yeah. So the question is, can you one tap him with max strength and the hatchet? I don't know. I'm actually not sure. I've seen videos of people. Hatcheting killer because yeah. you get a you know, you block his gun and you just hatch at him, which is interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, to be honest, I never normally get close enough to killer to even kill him, mm-hmm. never mind hit him with a hatchet or a red rebel or whatever, because I'm awful at interchange. But that's uh, that's another story, yeah. <laughs> but yeah i thought that was i thought that was fun i thought that was fun that's like pretty insane all right any closing thoughts anything else new patch is good stop the flashing and everything will be brilliant and um i think things are going good yeah that's it really i'm I'm liking it i'm liking it cool 
Um, with that, we'll wrap it up and we'll catch you guys next week. All right. Catch you later. <laughs>